Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of Monday's Minutes to Kids Take. Happy Martin Luther King Day. And today I will have a couple topics, including uh, the AFC and NFC Championship Game reviews. So I will be starting it off with the NFC Championship Game, which featured the Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers. And this game wasn't even close throughout. Uh, that final score was 37-20 49ers. And at one point at halftime when it was 27 nothing, I was at the Blackhawks game. And they showed the score of the game. And since it was in Chicago and it said 27 nothing 49ers, everybody started going crazy. And everyone was cheering because the Packers were losing. But Jimmy Garoppolo didn't have a great game. They mainly stuck to the run game. As we saw, Raheem Mostert had 220 rushing yards and four touchdowns. And people are complaining about how the 49ers don't pass the ball. But I'm just thinking when people saying that it's working, so why wouldn't they do it? So Raheem Mostert set an, a new NFL record. Actually, no, he became the first player ever to rush for 200-plus yards and have four touchdowns. He averaged 7.6 rush yards per carry with a long of 36 yards. He was he's an, a, a Purdue alumni, so I was pretty happy to see this. And to be honest, I had no idea who he was before this game. He actually led the 49ers in rushing yards this year, but a great game for him. And fun fact, he continued Purdue's Super Bowl streak, so Purdue players being in the Super Bowl to 21 years in a row. Now, Aaron Rodgers still had a pretty good game despite him throwing two picks. He threw for 326 yards and two touchdowns. And Devontae Adams also had a great game with 138 rushing yards and a long of 65 yards. Now, I knew the 49ers were good, but I didn't know they were this good. Like, when they beat the Vikings, I was like, oh, wow, that's a big win. But, I mean, it's the Vikings who always managed to sneak in the playoffs in the wild card. So, I wasn't too surprised they won that. But then they came out here and just destroyed the Packers. So, in the Super Bowl, I am, I'm going to pick the 49ers to win. But I think it's going to be within two touchdowns. Now moving on to the AFC Championship game between the Chiefs and the Tennessee Titans. This game, I was really rooting for Tennessee. At one point, they were up 17-7. to This was a crazy back-and-forth game. But of course, the Chiefs had to show up in the second half like they do every game. Especially in that Titans game, Texans game. And Derrick Henry, despite the loss, well, he didn't play his greatest game. He had 69 rushing yards. Fun fact, the Titans are 13-0 and when um, the tight, and sorry, in Derrick Henry's time with the Titans, they were 13-0 and when he rushes for over 100 yards. But they can't really say that they didn't use him enough. He had 19 rushes, and he is a free agent this year, but... With this amazing playoff run the Titans had, I expect him to re-sign. But the Titans, I in the future, possibly next year, I could see them Super Bowl contenders with guys like A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, who's going to be a beast next year. 
but they have to somehow secure a good quarterback, as Marcus Mariota will probably be going, and same with Ryan Tannehill. Now the Chiefs have got the Super Bowl they've been waiting for, or have are advancing to the Super Bowl. They really wanted it last year, but were defeated in the AFC Championship. And Patrick Mahomes had an amazing game, almost 300 yards and three touchdowns, 65.7% uh, percent, uh, completion percentage, and uh, 120.4 QB rating. He even rushed for 53 yards, including a 27-yard rushing touchdowns. And Sammy Watkins had a great game, too, with 114 yards over seven receptions. So I think this Chiefs team is the new Patriots dynasty, as it's looking like the Patriots dynasty will come to an end. This team is so young. Tyree Kill will probably stay for a while. Same with uh, Patrick Mahomes. And if they could just improve their defense, they'll be the best team in the league. So next, I will be staying on the topic of the NFL and talking some Bears football. So Eric Ebron is in Chicago, as I'm recording this, negotiating a contract and trying to sign a new deal with the Bears. And I think if they do get it done, it'd be just an amazing deal. People are saying that the number one priority for the Bears is to get a new quarterback to replace Mitch Trubisky. I don't. I think it's improving the O-line, which includes the tight end. And if they could get a guy like Eric Ebron, they just need to possibly, with that second-round pick, um, end up drafting an O-lineman because if they already have Eric Ebron, they won't need to draft the tight end. So if they draft an O-lineman and then cut Leno, Massey, and... Coward, then I think they're in good shape, and I think Mitch Trubisky, I know I've been saying this every single year, but I think, or no, I know I said this before the year, but I think Mitch Trubisky can have a breakout season if that improves, but just in case Mitch Trubisky doesn't play good, I do believe they should draft a quarterback, because there's most likely going to be a decent quarterback that drops, whether it's, um, Jalen Hurts, which probably won't happen, it'll most likely be Jake Fromm. So if they were to land Jake Fromm in the draft, that'd be amazing as a good backup quarterback for the future to potentially replace Mitch Trubisky. So now I am going to talk about the new college basketball rankings, which are very interesting. Baylor is now first in the country, and that makes this, that they're the seventh uh, different number one ranked team in the country this year and I'm pretty sure that's a new NCAA record now Baylor I think well Baylor is a really good team I was about to say they're underrated they're not underrated they're rated just fine they have five top 25 wins including Villanova Arizona Butler Texas Tech and Kansas and that Kansas one was a big one winning by 12 it looked like they were going to drop to maybe like 10th against Oklahoma State but they ended up making a comeback and pulling out a big win because I believe at one point against Oklahoma State, they were down by 11 points. So I think Baylor is very deserving of this. And it's also a good time to be a Baylor sports fan as women's college basketball for them is currently second in the country. And we all know they had a good um, football team. And the next team I want to talk about is Gonzaga. I personally don't think Gonzaga should be second in the country. They do have some big wins over Oregon, Washington, and Arizona. 
But that's pretty much it. They're in the easiest conference in college basketball. They win almost all of their games by 20 or 30 points in conference play. And then once it gets time to the tournament, they're unprepared. Everybody's hyping them up, and they end up losing in the Elite Eight. Well, that's what it's been like the past couple of years. I wouldn't say, like, I believe the 2016-17 to 17 season, they were in the national championship. But I personally don't think they should be ranked this high. So the next team I will be talking about is Dayton. Dayton moved up to 7th in the country. Dayton has arguably one of the best players in the, in the country, and currently they are ranked 7th, like I just said. And I could see them making it all the way to the Final Four, but they haven't been to the tournament in a couple years, so they're lacking tournament experience, so that's the one problem I have with them. So that'll be the last topic for today's episode. Thank you for listening, and make sure to tune in on Friday.